Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 11th, 2016. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. We are one day closer to games, uh, to games kicking back up for the Orlando Magic. Obviously, we're counting down the days until the beginning of the regular season, but certainly we want to see the Magic in some preseason games before we get that, and we're here to break that all down for you. We'll have a special guest on tomorrow's podcast as I chat with Locked On Spurs's uh, Jeff Garcia, good friend of the show. I've been on Locked On Spurs in the past, and so we'll have him on Locked On Magic to, to break down and preview the game as well. Be sure to subscribe to his podcast, Locked On Spurs, on iTunes and Audio Boom. You can subscribe to Locked On Magic on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. We do appreciate all the listens, all the downloads. Spread the word to your friends. Word of mouth is perfect. Or leave a review on iTunes uh, with with a with a comment or or just give a five star review. It's all it's all good. It does help us rise the rank, rise in the rankings and get the word out about the ma- about the the show and about the magic because you know we all want to watch the magic and uh, you know talk about them and then that's what we're here to do. On today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about some things that are kind of rolling around uh, that are Frank Vogel philosophies. Uh, the Ma- Frank Vogel has said throughout camp he wants to play a physical brand of basketball. Well, I asked him, what does that mean? Like, how do you teach how to play a physical brand of basketball? And got some interesting answers, so I will share those with you, the actual audio as well uh, on that. Um, I'll also talk a little bit about something that was up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com late last week on how Frank Vogel kind of does something very unique with his rebounding schemes and, and, and with some of his transition schemes. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, whether his philosophy changes or whether he kind of stays the same uh, with with what he's trying to do, uh, attacking the offensive glass as well as getting back and protecting in transition. It's something he's been very, very successful with. But I do want to start with a little bit of interesting and fun news. Uh, I do think this is cool, and I know a lot of Magic fans are really, really excited about this. Uh, the preseason sucks if you're not in Orlando. Even if you are in Orlando, it can suck because the games aren't on TV. For whatever reason, the NBA does not broadcast every preseason game yet. It's very, very strange. It's 2016. They should broadcast preseason games. Uh, you know, you, I, I posted a photo of me holding up my, my handheld radio for last week's game against the Memphis Grizzlies last Monday. Uh, so... Magic got lucky. Their game against the Cleveland Cavaliers was on TV. They're home the rest of the preseason, uh, and they're uh, and they've got uh, uh, the road game in Miami is going to be on Fox Sports Florida. So, if you're in Orlando, you know, and you want to buy tickets to games, uh, there there's plenty of opportunity for you to get the to to to, to go see the Magic. I mean, you don't have to be in the dark about this team at all. 
Uh, of course, there's some expense to that. You gotta buy tickets. You gotta go to the games. You know, do do all that jazz. Uh, but what will be interesting is you don't have to be at the Magic game on Wednesday or be in the Amway Center to watch the game. The Orlando Magic announced on Tuesday, um, Tuesday, or on Monday. Sorry, I'm forgetting which day it is already. Uh, it's it's already the season for me. The days have started to to wash together. Uh, but the Magic announced on Monday that they'll be streaming live streaming their game against the San Antonio Spurs on Wednesday on Facebook Live. It's the first time they've ever done this. It's 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 relatively new. The I mean, it's a relatively new technology. On top of that, uh, but the NBA cut you know made a deal with face with Facebook. They're going to be testing this out. Of it seems like throughout the preseason, uh, they they broadcasted the. I don't even know if this is with the NBA. I'm gonna actually find that out. Find that out tomorrow when I when I talk uh, to some to some Magic people that I know. Uh, but this is a a brand new venture from the Magic, at least, and, and possibly from the NBA. Uh, and the the team uh, is going to broadcast the game. You'll get the radio feed uh, as the audio. So Dennis Newman and Richie Adubato on play by play. And if you go to Facebook.com/slash Orlando Magic beginning at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, you will be able to watch the game. There is one restriction, and it is a, it is a, a bad it is kind of a bad one for a lot of Magic fans out there. Uh, but you do have to be within seventy five mile radius of the Amway Center. Uh, that's that's an NBA rule. That's not the Magic. That's that's the NBA putting in a rule uh, to 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 require that. So if you live in Lakeland, if you live in Daytona, if you live in Melbourne, if you live in Ocala, you will be able to watch the Orlando Magic play on Wednesday without being in the Amway Center. So, great opportunity to get the first look at the Orlando Magic. This will be the first time that they'll have all their players available, um, all the players that uh, that that missed time due to injury. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Alfred Payton, Serge Ibaka, they're expected to play on Wednesday. Uh, that will be a uh, good opportunity to really get a first good look at this team because, I, you know, as I said yesterday, first two games are really kind of hard to tell uh, what we were seeing from, uh, from, this, from this group. It, it's still... A very very uh, hard to hard to figure out uh, what this team is. So we'll 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 begin to learn who they are. I think really on Wednesday, it's a big opportunity, a big game, just to show that they're making progress and and show what this team might be. So again, you can watch the game Wednesday on Facebook Live, Facebook.com/slash/OrlandoMagic, beginning at 7 p.m. Uh, the Magic will still be on TV for Fox Sports Florida on Sunday against the Atlanta Hawks, as well as next Tuesday at Miami. So still two opportunities to catch the Magic before the regular season begins. Moving on now, the big thing that, you know, one of the big uh, things that, that Frank Vogel has continued to say throughout training camp is we're going to be a physical team, physical defensive team. Uh, it's one of the kind of the tenets of, of why they hired Frank Vogel, and it's one of the tenets that he's brought to this team or, or that he says he wants to bring to this team. And, uh, you know, for someone like me, you probably, you know, if you've read my writing, if, 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 you, if you kind of hear me talk, I do like to have statistics back up what I say. I mean, I, I, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a statistician. I'm not a statistician in that sense. But... I do appreciate statistics. I do appreciate the the information they give us, and and they do I think support what we see on the court, or or, or give you know kind of give us confirmation for what what I'm observing, or or whatever whatever the case is. Like I, I I'm someone that believes they they work in partnership with 
with uh, with the eye test, so to speak. I, I don't see it as as a fight as many people in the industry do. But what is tough about judging physicality is it's completely intangible. And and I and I really think this. It's uh, you you kind of know it when you see it. And and it's something you build a kind of a reputation for. The the Memphis Grizzlies have a reputation for playing physical. That's who they are. I mean, I mean, if there's a if there's a team that 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 probably has a physical reputation in the league, it's it's Memphis. I would argue Golden State also plays very physical, although they don't have the reputation because you know they're a three point shooting team and yada 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 yada. And typically, running teams like the the kind of team the Magic are trying to be aren't known as physical teams. But to be a good defensive team, you've got to be a little physical. You've got to, you know, kind of dictate what the other team's going to do, what your opponent's going to do throughout the entire game. And that's a big takeaway that Frank Vogel is trying to get to his team and, and trying to instill in them to, to, to play better defense. You know, it... it if there was one thing that was very disappointing from that Cleveland game, from the game on Wednesday, is that the Magic didn't dictate things defensively at all. They they weren't uh, into guys. They were allowing Cleveland to just do whatever they want. And Frank Vogel, you know, I I, I started asking this around uh, for the last few practices. What does it mean to be physical? What does it mean or what does a physical defense look like? What does it take to be physical or how do you learn physicality? Uh, and Frank Vogel had a, a a pretty, I guess, graphic way to describe it, and, and I can't do it any justice other than t- to let him say it. You got to challenge your guys to get to get after it, you know, and not make things easy on the defensive end. You know, you want you want the uh, you want the offensive player, the man you're guarding, to smell you. You, know, you want to be too far off him, you know, with kid gloves. You want to be physical with them, so. A lot of it's drill work. A lot of it's just stopping stuff in practice, showing them in, in films. Um, you know, when you know, post game or whatnot, areas we can be better and tougher. Yeah, he he did say that that you want the other the player you're guarding to smell you. Uh, 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 that's that's the kind of physicality he's talking about. The kind of pressure he's talking about on the defensive end. And, and Vogel said uh, during today's uh, after today's practice that they're they're continuing to refine. They're switching rules and, and their defensive schemes, and, and that's going to be a continually evolving process. Uh, the Magic, though, for for the last few years, even though they've claimed to want a defensive identity, don't have that reputation as a tough team. I mean, Nikola Vucevic is a jump-shooting center. He's not a particularly tough player. It's a lot of young guys. I mean, they're, they've got a lot of defensive potential, but they haven't quite taken that next step up to strong defensive team, so to speak. I mean, last year was their best defensive rating since the Dwight Howard trade, and they were 17th in the league, if I'm not mistaken, in defensive rating. So the Magic still have a long way to go and a lot to learn and a lot to learn and, and, and build from or build to to get where certainly Frank Vogel believes they can go and certainly where the Magic believe they should go. So how exactly do they get there? The drill work that that Frank Vogel talked about is certainly a huge part of what they're going to be doing or, or how they try and teach it. And and certainly, I think players know they have to have 
a certain level of kind of nastiness about them and they've got to be willing to to you know get a little get a little dirty get a little physical of course to to defend and, and be where they need to be to to play this kind of the style of defense it, it's it's really hard to quantify of course uh, there's there's no way to properly quantify this uh, as Serge Ibaka said it is a mentality uh, it, it truly is a mentality. You've got to want to do this. You've got to have it kind of drilled into you to do this. It's not always something you want to do as a player. You need to be pushed. Vogel said, player, even players who naturally are physical or play physically need to be pushed to play physical and certainly play a certain style of basketball, a certain style of defense uh, to be successful uh, in the system they're going to run. But it also takes a few other things. And, and, and a lot of these things tie in together with with uh, what the Magic are doing on the offensive end. Uh, Serge Ibaka said, you got to be in good shape. And, and a lot of the focus uh, in training camp has been on conditioning and getting into shape. And it's not that the players aren't in shape. It's to run a fast-breaking offense. You've got to be able to run and be able to run deep into the fourth quarter. And to play a physical brand of defense and play a physical brand of basketball, you've got to be able to take the hits uh, and to, and be able to, to go deep into a game uh, with a lot of punishment, a lot of pounding on your body. And again, that's a mentality, but that's also a, uh, a conditioning factor. They've got to be able to reach that level and make it to the end. And then Jeff Green said, it takes communication. It, 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 you, to be the aggressor, you've got to talk to talk to each other and just kind of have have a team mentality of they're they're not going to put us on our heels we're going to be the ones to take it to them and that's always a big thing and that's that's certainly something that the magic are continuing to learn how to do as they grow together as a team there's there's still a chemistry element that the magic are are going after but consistently that the phrase that everyone used uses and and it goes into what Vogel said to be a physical team They've got the other teams got to quote feel feel you. It, it's it's essentially what what a lot of players have said. We want teams to leave Orlando knowing they played the Magic. Like that's that's a that's a statement that's been said by many other by many players. Certainly said by Frank Vogel. It's a statement of we want teams to know to 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 remember that they played the Magic. You know to feel it the next day, and that's a huge huge undertaking and a huge task to learn how to do. It takes a lot of drill work. It's not going to be easy. I think there will still be nights where the magic lacks on it. And certainly during the preseason, we saw it last Wednesday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's not quite there yet. There's still a lot of work to do and a long way to go for the magic to uh, reach their goals. But... Certainly, there is a mentality that that they're trying to instill, uh, and an attitude they're trying to instill, and, and the Magic got to buy in and and reach that attitude to uh, be successful this season. So, uh, something to watch out for, and uh, when in Wednesday's game against the San Antonio Spurs, whether the Magic are dictating things on the defensive end. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. 
Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. One of the things, though, that, that I was interested in learning about with Frank Vogel, though, is, um, you know, kind of, there's this general trend around the NBA now. Um, and, and Doc Rivers was really the first one, I think, that articulated it. I know Stan Van Gundy was big on this, too, uh, when he was with the Magic. Uh, is this offensive rebound turnover trade, or offensive rebound fast transition defense trade. The, the going thought is, you know, you, you have offensive rebounders, you go, get, you go get extra possessions, but you're committing guys to the glass and, and giving up potential fast break points on the other end because, you know, more guys to the glass, less guys getting back to, to defend the basket. And Doc Rivers is very much a... Uh, Doc Rivers is really the first one that articulated this, and I think it's very popular in the NBA now that you don't send anyone to the offensive glass. I mean, the only one that goes to the offensive glass is essentially the center who's there already. Uh, but guards don't swoop in for the offensive glass. They just get back. They they give up the possession. You, you get one shot, and, and that's it. And especially with the Magic having two bigs, and especially with the Magic putting such a, a focus on, on defense, and, and, and you know if you're going to be a good def- defense, you got to limit transition points. I, did wa- I wondered whether the Magic, or whether Frank Vogel particularly, was a coach that subscribed to that Doc Rivers theory of getting back in transition. And, you know, he had the luxury of having Roy Hibbert and David West, and it really appears that he wasn't really like that. Um, our, our, Rick, our uh, I'm sorry if I butcher this name, Ricky. Uh, Ricky Skrika uh, on OrlandoMagicDaily.com late last week wrote a post where he really looked at this. Um, and, you know, offensive rebound rates are down from around the league. It's about 30% now, and that, even that seems high. Uh, but it was near 47 from, two, you know, from 2001. Uh, or Sorry about that. Um only eight teams last year finished with an offensive rebound rate better than 30%. Between 2001 and 2006, there were 47. So in a five-year period, there were nine on average, or a little bit more than nine on average, closer to 10. And so the number of teams that are trying to get offensive rebounds or make that a focus has certainly gone down. Uh, Frank Vogel is a coach that appears to try and have it both ways. It appears that, you know, and again, he had Roy Hibbert and David West, so, so maybe it was a product of having two bigs and the Magic are going to benefit from this. Uh, but he did appear to have guys attack the offensive glass while still being able to get back in transition. Uh, you can go look at some video um, they, he, uh, where this is analyzed, uh, but, you know, he, he did something with his guards to put them in good rebounding position but still be able to get back. They don't just concede the offensive rebound. And I think this is a really important, especially for a Magic team that's probably going to struggle a little bit on the offensive end. Uh, and, on top of that, has defensive versatility where, you know, Aaron Gordon can probably guard a, a shooting guard or point guard on some occasions or even Serge Ibaka can guard guys on the perimeter uh, in limited circumstances or... or it, you know, in some in some areas, and and that's a part of what the Magic want to do 
defensively. The Ma- it's gonna you know this is something that I'm gonna watch for in Wednesday's game, and I didn't get a chance to really watch it um, against the Cavs. Um, the Magic gave up a lot of fast break points there anyway because the Cavs are just really freaking good, and the Magic didn't play a good game. But it, it, it's gonna it, it'll be interesting to see what the Magic's philosophy is on this front because, like I said. The Magic need to score. They, they, they need to get points any way they can. I think we all sense they're going to have some offensive struggles. Um, with Nikola Vucevic and Serge Ibaka and Bismack Biombo, they've got enough bigs that they should be able to have someone near the offensive glass and at least contest for offensive rebounds. Are they going to commit guards? Are they going to commit Aaron Gordon, for instance, to the offensive glass? Can they still get back and, and stop fast break points and, and bolster that defense uh, with a guard or a wing attacking the offensive glass consistently. And I, it, it might depend on the opponent. It might depend on a few things. Uh, and, and I don't think it's going to be kind of an explicit strategy for the Magic, but I do think that we'll see the Magic kind of try and have it both ways. I, I do think the conclusion is correct, that the Magic will uh, try and get offensive rebounds while also doing a good job preventing transition. And I think... Preventing transition is still the priority. This is a defense-first team, and, and they're going to try and prevent transition points. But at the same time, I do believe that uh, the Magic will go for offensive rebounds. I, I do believe that that is something they, they want. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this develops. It, it's an interesting coaching philosophy thing. Uh, it does seem that Frank Vogel, in his time with the Pacers, has tried to have it both ways, has tried to attack the offensive glass and protect protect against transition points and has been successful with it. So, you know, maybe the Magic can can do that too, but we'll see. I think it's all a work in progress. I think until he trusts his team a little bit more, he'll tell them to get back in transition, leave the offensive rebounds to the bigs. Uh, whoever's closer to the basket even, I, I anticipate kind of a high-low offense where uh, Vucevic or one of the bigs is, is up near the near the high post, and I don't suspect that they'll be attacking the glass. And some of it might be be opportunistic. You know, Aaron Gordon, you see a clear takeoff, and you think he can go for a putback dunk, go for it. Um, and, you know, I think that that'll certainly be part of the equation as well. Uh, so interesting, interesting thought process here, an interesting philosophy. Uh, I haven't asked Vogel about this directly. I think I want to observe things a little bit first uh, before I, I have an understanding because. Like so many other things with this Magic team, I just don't have a good feel for it. I haven't seen them play very much. You know, what little I've seen in practice, I'm intrigued by. Uh, you know, I, I've seen some improvements that, that, I'm, that I'm really excited to see more of. I just don't have enough to, to maybe share it necessarily with, with you guys and, 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 make con- and begin making conclusions. But um, what I am expecting, and, and I'll talk more about this, on tomorrow's episode, as, as we preview the Magic Spurs game, I am expecting to, to learn a lot uh, on in Wednesday's game, and certainly probably in Friday's game as well, uh, as the Magic take the floor at the Amway Center for the first time, uh, and we begin to, to really get a sense of this team uh, at full force. That will do it for today's episode of Locked On Magic. I want to thank everyone for listening once again. You can find us on iTunes, Audioom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast there. Get it automatically onto your uh, phone or, or, or podcast listening device. Uh, you know, uh, Be sure to leave us a review or, or spread the word about the podcast. Uh, and I also want to remind everyone... Uh, check out the latest. Check out it's not the latest episode of Fast Break Breakfast, but an episode from 
uh, late last week. I believe it was Thursday that it, that it published. Uh, Fast Break Breakfast. I previewed the Orlando Magic with those guys. Be sure to check out that podcast, Fast Break Breakfast. No, it's a very, very good NBA podcast. Um, they're doing their team previews right now. Uh, so I, I went on and talked a little bit about the Magic. Uh, so you can get my thoughts on there as well. I shared that on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, but you can find Fast Break Breakfast on iTunes as well. Tomorrow we'll have a special guest. Jeff Garcia of Locked on Spurs will be on the podcast as we discuss the upcoming Magic Spurs game on Wednesday. Going to be a good time. I'm excited. Remember to check the game out on Facebook Live. Uh, and until then, uh, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich of Locked on Magic. We will see you tomorrow. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.